Dr. Todd. This is Professor. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Feather. And this is the midnight when nobody becomes somebody. I'll probably not be him. Gadfly. This is I am no one, no one, no. Oh, that's the wrong pronoun. Doctor Head. And this is Bong. A blue fez sitting in an easy armchair with two shotguns to your face. And you are listening to... We are got visual. Visual radio. Look, you're signing in. You're watching us. Good luck. All right, this week on Unsane Radio, we are going to be talking about the current, uh, the relatively new movie, Nobody, starring uh, Bob Odenkirk, uh, Christopher Lloyd, and that's about it, right? (laughs) Michael Ironside. Oh, Michael Ironside. Yes, Michael Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside. Cannot. Yeah. So nobody is a cannot. He's in it. Cannot. Yes. This is cannot. So this is a movie about a mild-mannered man who we come to find out isn't so mild-mannered after all. Um, it starts out with him uh, getting robbed. His house getting robbed. Uh, we also, you know, the build-up to that robbery is his mundane life where they show repetition. Uh, and it, I think it's funny because when they show that thing that he can't take out the trash, <laughs> but then he's uh, all of a sudden taking out the trash all over the place, you know. Um, but then, you know, we find out a lot of stuff about That's it. That's called a heavy handed metaphor. I know. Right. So, well, you got to you got to you got to <laughs> figure the kind of people who are going to like this movie like me need the heavy handed metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> Subtlety, subtlety doesn't work for the gadfly sometimes. Yeah, I can't even pronounce it. Subtlety. <laughs> gadfly. Gadfly. It's easy to think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Just for that. I see uh, Professor Feather shaking his head, so. Let's go first with your punchline, Professor Feather. I already did it. Damn. <laughs> my intro. Shit. I didn't know we were going to do a punchline. Okay. Right. Then, I'm not uh, repeating it. All right. Fine. Dr. I'll Head. repeat it. <laughs> Nobody. No, there we go. That's Dr. Not. Head punchline. Fuck with the auditor. <laughs> I can't remember anybody's names. Blue Fez. Punchline. <laughs> Basement safety. <laughs> Doctor uh, Tar. Doctor Tar. This bus go downtown. <laughs> A gadfly. Your own. I already did mine in my intro too, so it's funny. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need a way. drink, gadfly. You really need a drink, man. I do need a drink. And we really need a filler. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll just All talk right. more slowly. So anyway. All right. So what? Nobody. Uh, yeah, nobody. What did? Uh, what did anybody think of this movie? Did you actually nobody. like it? Anybody? Nobody. 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 Nobody should. That was fun it. for a, a watch. I, I, I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. But it reminded me a lot of uh, John Wick stuff. Ah, there you go. Well, you know why? That's going to set Professor Feather off right now. I can yeah, tell. Yeah, I know the writer. Well, because of the writer. <laughs> yeah. Derek. Derek Kolstad, who wrote it. But it was just Wick. all the same kind of, you know, you know, minor tweaks, but it was kind of the same build up, you know, especially when he starts hitting all the secret spots, you know, and they have these stash gold and guns and, you know, just like a shooter or whatever, first player game. And anyway, yeah, it was a fun. <laughs> it was. Well, and, and it has to be noted that uh, the director had done nothing but music videos up until this point. Um, well, and, I, but one of the greatest things about that was the intro that you were talking about, Gadfly. The, the, the way he did that montage, and that, was, that was good. I really liked that. Yeah. You know, I, thought that was, I thought that was very cool. Yeah. And I'm not knocking the rest of the movie. I, just, I was taken the first time I saw this movie with that and, and how it went. Mm-hmm. So I immediately looked up and said, oh, yeah, it makes sense. He's a, he's a video director. You know, That's all video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It was a short movie, like ninety minutes. Anybody, you know, that first ten minutes is that agonizingly repetition, like, oh, you know, right? Oh, and the editing of it is, you know, the way that it's edited, it's just it goes from, you know, you know, that's a a a descending edit, you know, and it's just great. It's just great. Yeah, that intro reminded me of Guy Ritchie. Uh, he does a lot yeah, of that it did. Kind of stuff it did. Where, where they condense a, a bunch of uh, uh, Gee, I'm sorry, Gee Richie. Gee Richie. Gee Richie. Gee Richie. Gee Richie. Yeah, because he does, he does a lot of music videos too. So That's right, where he got his start too. Yeah. yeah, right. But yeah, it's just that form of editing and put, you know, putting things together because you're, you're looking at those fast images Kinetic. and stuff. Um, but it, um, otherwise, yeah, the movie is is kind of a, a a John Wick style movie, you know, only only rougher, you know. It's not John Wick is smooth, you know. It's stylish, and nobody is, you know. Um, uh, Gets the shit. He's just not. Yeah, he's that. just. There's it, not really style, you know. Yeah, he's kind of like the 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 better half of Steven Seagal. Yeah, determined. <laughs> because right, he's really trying to live this life away from being an auditor that's the thing he's trying to live this mundane life because he wanted that you know because he he talks about that in one of the scenes you know he he was going to kill this guy and he gave him the chance and he went back and saw him and the guy was living this happy life and you know he wanted to kind of forget what he did in his life of of uh auditing and um you know try that so i think but it all comes back, you know. You can't keep that past buried, you know, forever. And that's what I kind of like about this movie. And I just, I love revenge movies. I mean, I love the simplicity of it. And just there's yeah. nothing that feels better than revenge. And when he takes on those guys at the bus, in the bus, yeah, you know, he's like, "I'm gonna fuck you up." It's like that's it. You know, and there's no music. That scene, if you watch that fight scene, there is no music at all. <laughs> It's just punches and thuds and grunts and groans and kicks and like screams of pain. Um, and oh, I think, I, oh no, go ahead. That's, that's what and adds to the intensity of that scene. It is just raw, you know, like a real people getting kicked the shit out of them. And that's what I think I'd love about that scene. Yeah. It's, I think it's funny later on that after his wife finds out that he's back into the business that she gets kind of, Ooh, you know, she gets kind of 
more attracted to him and he's not the same old dull guy too so that's kind of that's kind of an odd little yeah because with that whole intro he's not happy and no no he's not he's making everybody else miserable if you come away from that not realizing how unhappy he was yeah that's what i said you know and he just the look on his face when i think it during the the bus thing right you know he this has this there's a look on his face it's just a look of pure joy (laughs) just (laughs) yes even though he's no he's gonna get he's gonna get get the shit kicked out of him (laughs) and that that's Corey. that that whole scene is Corey. Mm -hmm. it's already an instant it isn't a classic already that scene you can find that scene on youtube right now and watch it because you know it was recognized immediately as look this is a microcosm of this movie and it's a microcosm of all of these movies really you know but masterfully done um, my only problem was i wanted personally you know when i got into it, i got i was disappointed because i thought it was really going to be about a nobody a real nobody mm. who who has had enough it's uh, uh what's the uh what's the movie with falling uh, down falling down yeah more that you forgot your briefcase that yes. one right <laughs> that's a great movie but yeah i i would have more rather seen this movie like that where the guy was a a true nobody who just comes back and and you know and does does this stuff uh that would would have been more to my liking Having said that, I still I like the movie. I thought it was a pretty, 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 pretty well made movie, and because mm-hmm. I like that too, Doctor Head. <laughs> right. I just like these kind of movies. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge. Everybody knows I'm a huge John Wick fan. So. Yeah, it's great. I love the scene where he goes in to find about the tattoos, and the guys are giving him shit because he's pulling out this cabbage, mm-hmm. you know, and he says, "Look, there are only what two types of people in this world who, when they pull out this wad of cabbage, one is like something like or three when they don't know yeah. what they're doing, when they're trying to impress everyone is like, hope to God you try to take it from his fucking yeah. hands or something like that, you know? And then then the guy, the old guy, sees the tattoo on his wrist. Yeah. Yeah, the two of diamonds over the seven of spades, which in cardomancy, which is fortune telling or divination using a deck of cards, the two of diamonds over the seven of spades means bad news. You are going to die soon. Um, and that's what he says. Well, thank you for your service. And he like you could hear like lock, lock, slide, lock, lock. <laughs> yeah. As he like shuts himself in that room, and they like you just see his eyes through, through the door and, and closes that. <laughs> then the guys back up, and then you hear the the guy run the tattoo place. His voice even goes up. Uh, how can I help you? You know, something like that. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, that that little moment is that that was like funny because by after that scene, then humor starts working its way into the fights into the dialogue it becomes this and starts off with this intense first fight with no music but then like the musical choices become kind of humorous as as you know then um was it uh nyshuller his video direction comes in and you can see he's making music videos after that by choosing these kind of comical songs that don't quite fit the you know what's happening and i i love that you know you didn't see that in john wick there's there's a little bit of humor in this one which is not which is missing in john wick because those stories are so intense oh i disagree i I think there's some some good humor in john wick what's not as it's not as right to the front yeah you're right you're right you're right you're right yeah no it isn't absolutely that's yeah yeah i mean there's smart dialogue and there's humor in john wick but these are like these are video montages that have yeah, a lot yeah, of humor. Yeah. because of the song 
juxtaposed to the violence going on. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I like, uh, you know, the heavy-handed metaphors are all over the movie. Um, it's not just like, uh, you know, him taking out the trash and missing it every time uh, and that kind of re repetition. It's also about him being a passenger up until a certain point when he becomes the driver, mm -hmm. right? And then he's now in charge and, yeah. and taking c control of all that stuff. And then there's that kind of uh, framing device where they have, it, it's the thing that really sets him off at the beginning is the kitty cat bracelet. Like, he's fine with everything else, but as soon as she says, my kitty cat bracelet was in the bowl, and then he's got the kitty cat, <laughs> you know, uh, well, at the beginning, but which is the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where he's feeding the cat that was uh, up in the rafters or whatever of the place that he works at. And what does he do at the place that he works at? I think he's an auditor, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think so. I yeah, I think yeah. he's keeping the books. books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. keeping the books. Bookkeeper. Right. Yeah. Or a bookkeeper, yeah. in other words, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like how you know, he's, he's trying, trying to, to buy purchase this place. a plant, though, too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and they're like giving him grief, like, uh. He was, you're right. He was trying to purchase the, the, the factory, you know. Mm -hmm. he, he wanted to own it. And I think he wanted to own it because that would have given him freedom then, not to have to go through a lot of the drudgery that he's going through. Right, and also having, because he's, he's working for his wife's father and yeah. his wife's <laughs> brother, and they're... <laughs> I, 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 I didn't get quite the fact that Michael Ironside was a tool, but the brother is clearly a tool. The guy yeah. is, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Michael Ironside, just, his, he just wants a better deal. Yeah. You know, than just fair, you know. And then when he comes in, he just <laughs> dumps those gold bars on the desk. <laughs> this place is mine. Okay, get your shit. We're out of here, you know. <laughs> it's like, yes. Yeah, because. True to his word. Exactly. Yeah. I want a great offer. <laughs> and I right. But what about me? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, because by that time, then Christopher Lloyd's character comes in. And at first, the, the, the very misleading montage makes it look like he's just in this retirement and by the home because he's looks senile. The part. <laughs> yeah, because he looks like he's senile and fragile and just like not you know not knowing what's going on and then you find out it's just completely opposite um because by that time it kind of switches into john wick is home alone i mean that's that's kind of <laughs> that's how i would describe the last like 10 minutes of, of this movie this is great it's exactly the elder wick yeah <laughs> yeah you know and it was just like entirely too much fun um when it, his dad was equally uh, not into his retirement, especially if you watch into the credits, there's that uh, after credit <laughs> yeah. scene with yes. him and the and the guy that came to help them um, driving uh, the yeah. brother down to yeah, step oh stepbrother, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I think yeah. he's stepbrother or adopted brother, that's, yeah, that's right, yeah, I forgot about that because that's what I saw the picture, um, the uh, but then they're just driving that he's like, why aren't we flying? And they've got he looks back and there's all those guns and he goes, oh okay, yeah right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> They're transporting like just a shit ton of uh, uh, arms. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I, I really did enjoy this movie. I, it it kind of gets you started off down one path, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And we get to the scene where he goes into the office and he flips the thing down in the bookcase, and there's this what ham radio, and I'm kind of like, and he tunes in, and this guy starts talking. I'm like, and he makes yeah. a reference about being dead, and I'm like, okay, is this? God, is he really hearing this or is this some sort of insanity? What the hell is going on? And then when they get to the scene with the tattoo and I'm like, oh shit, here well, we go. Well, I like that whole thing because he yeah. flashes the... Yeah, the, 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 bad. yeah the, 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 the badge. The badge and everybody just laughs. Yeah, they're like, yeah, especially the old guy. 
yeah. 20 years on a date. Yeah. Years. <laughs> now it totally blows that whole thing right, right yeah. away. Here, here's the thing that I really enjoyed about this movie. And you guys mentioned it is that he's a passenger at the beginning. And then after a certain part, he's the driver, but he is completely in charge till the very end. Even he gets captured that little bit, but he's still, is in charge and there was no like oh he's he's gonna be put in this position where he might have to compromise something or or his family gets captured and there's that oh he's got to make this decision no he's completely in charge through the whole fucking thing and i just really enjoyed it i love that the stepbrother comes in i loved christopher lloyd walking around with shotgun just shooting everybody he's like yeah i tried the retirement thing but this was glorious you know this one's for you marty <laughs> I, just, uh, I absolutely love that when the guy goes and says, oh, come on man you gotta turn the TV down and he's just like shh <laughs> he's got the quiet and he's waiting for him to die I'm like oh this is great this is so much fun <laughs> very yeah. very pleased I was I was and, and that last scene like seriously who the fuck are you and they're both of the, the both the cops phones ring and they're like yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> it was great <laughs> Oh, I get it now. So nobody is irony. Irony. <laughs> it's subtle. It's subtle. <laughs> subtle irony. Subtle. Yeah. Well, let, since we, yeah, we pretty much talked a lot about the movie. Let's talk about Bob Odenkirk. My God, man, this guy has been around. If you, all of us here know him from from uh, Adult Swim. He, that's where he really started coming in and he's uh, been involved in that for years and yeah. years um before that mr show no that uh, was and after he was in adult swim that, first was it adult swim after the 90s no no oh okay no. see i never watched adult swim adult so swim's I, been around for a really long time okay because um, i knew he and, was a writer on snl for a yes. brief, brief moment brief, and then he's kind of then brief. he kind of did his own thing yeah. yeah yeah and then but you're right then he went into doing mr show and what was and they did another one too him and what Gadfly, what's his name? The other guy? I don't know. The uh, that does Mr. Show with it. Oh, uh, David Cross. Yeah, David, David Cross. Cross. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name. David Cross. Yeah. Well, we just uh, he was a character actor in just about everything too. He uh, he was on yeah. Seinfeld uh, as a, a guy who becomes a doctor who's dating Elaine, who uh, then as soon as he passes the exam and uh, becomes a doctor. He dumps her, and she's like, why? And he goes, because I always set, told myself, as soon as I became a doctor, whoever I was dating, I was going to dump and get somebody, somebody better. <laughs> uh, and then he was the, he was the agent for um, uh, Larry Sanders uh, for a while. Um, yes, he was. Sa- on the Larry yeah. Sanders show. Oh, he, that's what I said. He's been around a long time yeah. and, and, you know, and been just in a lot of stuff and, and a very creative person, you know. And uh, it was... When this movie came out, you know, I, I thought, you know, this, this is a good, this, you know, a good role. Um, and, you know, a little different than what he normally does. He's, you know, has pretty much leaned toward comedy most of the time, you know, yeah. um, with the exception of, well, Better Call Saul and Breaking, uh, Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, Even though he, his character still had that uncomfortable comedy relief kind Although of in, on breaking bad. There was really little or to no comedy relief, but there is, yeah. he's, he's like a, he's like an awkward 
sense of comedy like it's awkward it's right it's a cringy it's kind of like michael scott on the office it's a real cringe kind of stuff that you watch him do but he's brilliant at it and and better call saul i think is one of the best television shows to ever ever be put out it, it, it is just astonishing yeah i love it so if you guys watch it oh yeah uh, oh yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah just just unbelievably good and uh and his performance in it is is magnificent so yeah, i was surprised I he, he's just he's just yeah he's He's, he's he's a really good actor and, and this is a yeah i love that it that it's him i mean yeah that that, it, that he would even you know be in in part of all of this i just think the guy's he likes to venture out i think he's very creative and I, you know i think he said yeah this will be fun <laughs> but he was on being interviewed on howard stern and he's he about this movie and i think he said he really wasn't sure that he he could pull it off. He could do it, know, yeah. Because he just like it was so far removed from stuff that he had done before. Um, but you know, he came away like really loving it and uh, you know having a good time. I mean, I don't know. I mean, very physically demanding. Um, you know, this movie is like this kind of role because a lot of the stuff I think, you know, those fight sequences had to be choreographed and had to be practiced and uh, you know. But but yeah, he was um, just brilliant. Yeah, and uh, his. Uh, I, I want to know if he has a toupee or not. I think he does, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah, because because it, there's there's the scenes of him in Better Call Saul, the framing device, because they always start where he's at the Cinnabon or whatever, where he works while he's in hiding, uh, and I think he's got you can see his like real hair hairline or whatever. Is he supposed to be older? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. What the, so, think, so with those these action movies, what are like the best uh, action scenes or fight scenes of any movie that you can remember? Like, what do you like if you were, you were to say, ooh. "Oh, these are excellent. This was an excellent fight scene," or whatever? The ending to Wild Bunch. Okay, that's a good, that's a good one. one. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you bring that's, on a Gatling gun, that's one of my that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. well that's one of my all-time favorite movies so you know uh, I, I i think that's one of the most brilliant movies ever made and um yeah it's and it's so fitting but even you could you know that was has been examples of you know of, of his excessive use of violence yeah because they they made two, for they, Paw, that was one they of made two, I mean, well yeah. yeah they made two yeah. versions i mean there's a director's cut of it because the original they uh the studio said you know, nope. no, it's it's too it's too violent, and so he cut a bunch of scenes from it, and then um, put that out. But it was supposed to only be one print. He was trying to pull one over on him. It was supposed to be one print. Then he was going to pull that print and put out his cut, his real cut. <laughs> but the person who w did this, I can't remember exactly how this happened. They fucked up and made that the movie, so it became the movie, which is what the studio wanted. Uh, because it's lesser, you know, it has less violence and less less traumatic scenes. Um, probably everything anybody's seen of us has probably been the director's cut, I would imagine. But anyway, that's I'm sorry, I, I got off on that. that oh no, no, that's that's, that, that's my favorite. That's yeah. that's probably my favorite fight scene right there. Yeah. And, and then I will second it with every almost every scene in John in all the John Wick movies. Yeah. I love the close-up violence. Yeah. You know the scene in the in right. the bus where he's right next to the the handrail, 
and the guy kind of reaches through, he grabs his arm and pulls it back, and the elbow it bends. The arm bends the way it's not supposed to bend. That was a good um, scene. I, I like those and, kinds and nobody, of body yeah. horror bends, breaks. Right. You know, th- Joe Theismann's on the legs when they snap backwards or things uh, like that. Um, <laughs> you know, those kinds of things. Are, I still make me laugh. <laughs> they make me not. They make me laugh because I thought, oh, I was laughing the whole time I was watching this movie, and. Uh, you know, Mrs. Head was she was she enjoyed it, but Cringy. she wasn't laughing. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> she, she she experiences things that she sees. That, you know, in her body, she she feels it. So she Mrs. has to like Tar look away. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So she has to look away, and I'm like laughing. She's like, "Is it over? Is it over?" I'm like, "No, I'm still laughing." And you know, people are getting their heads cut off, man. No. Um, any yeah, of like the that. any of the scenes in the raid movies? Oh. Yeah, the raid. Those it, yes. are crazy. Fantastic example. Yeah. Yeah, those those are great. Um, I love the stuff like in Shoot 'Em Up, the ultra violence, the crazy stuff, the carrot and the eye, um, and, and uh, Mr. Vampire. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> the one scene in Death Stalker where the guy gets his arm ripped off and he gets beaten to death with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat you with the wet end. <laughs> exactly. I like. Uh, I think one of the best ones fight scenes I've seen in a long time was the second episode of the Daredevil Netflix series, oh. where it's that hallway and all it's all one. Scene. It's yeah, all one. That's cut. a pretty good scene. Yeah, it's really good. And so I said, and it's that's another one you can find on YouTube because people study that and say, well, right. you know, it's great yeah. because yeah, that is a good scene. Because yeah, go it, that, yeah, I like the Captain America in the elevator. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for that that yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. That's a good one. Or when he goes to rescue uh, Winter Soldier, when he goes to get Bucky, that scene in his apartment. Oh, where right. all the police are invading. All the confined, yeah, yeah. They're going down the stairs and yeah. you know, repelling yeah. with body weight of someone else, yeah, you know, kicking people into the wall. <laughs> yeah, that kind of, you could really feel it, that palpable kind of uh, fight. Yeah, those are, those are great, <laughs> great scenes. Yeah, those are. Anybody else? What, what other ones? Can you uh, yeah, we, we, he was mentioned before. There's quite a few scenes, I guess. From Guy Ritchie movies, um, he has some pretty good. Uh, Take and, on him, yeah, yeah, pretty good. The Sherlock Holmes ones are great, you know. Uh, oh, because, with uh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, hmm. yeah, because, yeah, because he he figures it out ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, and then does it well. And what's great about that is in the second movie he, is where he encounters Moriarty. And he's doing the thing, and then they cut over to Moriarty, and he goes, "You're not the only one that can do this." Right? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. starts doing yeah. the same thing, and they they have that fight. So, kind of like uh, what is that? Brotherhood of Wolves. Brotherhood they, of the Wolf. Yeah. 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 When they just like out of the blue, you know, you're in whatever 16th century France or whatever it is, and all of a sudden they break into kung fu. Yeah, we're always <laughs> Which, always yeah. always raining and always slow motion. Yes. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Well, I think. But anyway, like, it looked cool. It, it was, yeah, it was... I would, I would, I would say any number of Jackie Chan's movies have great fight yeah. scenes, uh, crazy stunt fight scenes. I forget which one it is, but there's a scene where there's, he's surrounded by a bunch of guys, and so he runs, and there's a step ladder, and he runs and flies between the rungs of the step ladder, and gets inside of it, and he starts picking up and twirling it around him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then the painful part, you see how many times he, he did it before he got in, like how many times he busted his nose. I'm like, oh, my. Oh, you know, um, yeah. That's, that's the just... one where he fell when he was jumping from the the, the awning, you know, from the. Oh, and, anyway. And yes. He, like really broke. He broke up all these. I don't know how many ribs he broke doing that when he fell and he kept hitting the, the poles themselves. Yeah, it looked nasty. 
And you figure there was absolutely no union there. So <laughs> these guys are just getting their ass kicked. He signed a lot well, of waivers. But, but you also have to remember that he was trained as a ki- from a kid. Yes. To yes. be this. That was, was his job in life, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, you just did it and you, you moved on. And did it brilliantly in his case. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost every fight scene that Jackie Chan ever did was, was, was really good. Yeah. yeah. And there's uh, Ong Bak, Thai warrior, um, which is a really... Those are good. Uh, yeah, where he brings in the Muay Thai boxing. Uh, he was inspired, I think, by Jackie Chan. And so this other guy does all of his own stunts uh, and crazy fight scenes. And it's just it's just ridiculously, uh, you know, it's impressive. You know, yeah, it's just and, uh, crazy. And you got to you got to mention um, uh, District B13, uh, mm-hmm. all those yeah. fight scenes and the parkour. And yeah, stuff. I was thinking parkour. that. And that's we did oh, an episode yeah. on that. And that was uh, episode 115. I'm positive. <laughs> that long ago um yeah because that was that was also in a very much like a, a video style music video style i'm not sure who directed it but it was certainly had that same look the song oh oh what's the yeah. okay yeah what's what's the one with henry um hardcore henry oh yeah that's a good one so i've not seen that one i know that's the same director that's his other movie about i've not seen that hardcore henry was really good the uh um movie i cannot watch <laughs> Oh, because of motion sickness? Yeah. yeah. Can't watch it. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a first yeah. person? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's no, pretty. I'll be vomiting. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty disconcerting. I'll be vomiting 30 they seconds. Did a, they in. did a great job on it. Then, yeah. Double, then they, double then featured they, they, with they, uh, Cloverfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. And Blair Witch. Yeah. And Blair Witch. A triple feature. That's right. No- <laughs> <laughs> Nozzle vision, yeah. Bring your buckets. <laughs> You'll be filling them up. That's yeah. right. It's, 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 it's chili buffet and motion sickness buckets. Oh yeah, it's in Technicolor yawn. Nikki <laughs> <laughs> no, will give your lover a Crosby sweater. So they can't, they can't show him because that's that's officially torture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other one I'd like to mention is They Live, uh, that epic fight oh, yeah. scene oh, yes. between Roddy Piper yes. and uh, David or Keith David. He yes yeah. that's, that's funny that, that's... that goes on and on it's it's <laughs> wonderful one of the best matches ever <laughs> if we're going with that you know i'm gonna have to say uh godzilla versus megalon <laughs> you know, godzilla and megalon and Jet jaguar and, Ja- it was, and uh, it was godzilla's drop kick that <laughs> yeah and uh gigan because they're fighting in the last you know half hour of the movie it's pretty much a fight um it's just a brawl you know because it was low Goofy budget. as it is but it's yeah i know but it just keeps on going there's all kinds of explosions and fire and you know oh yeah I, so i'm gonna put my hand in the ring for that one yeah godzilla versus megalon influencing michael bay <laughs> yeah yeah you also got to have enter the dragon in there um that whole scene where he's underground in the in the secret uh, drug lab wah, or whatever wah, wah. Uh, i mean it's you really get to see uh bruce lee's uh epic moves yeah. and his he doesn't do a lot of flashy stuff you know uh, there's that whole yeah. scene where he's like rolling around on the ground hitting people's ankles because there's so many of them you know with his uh nunchaku um and then just the that scene where he has the bow and he moves it around and he snaps it down and you just see the end of that bow just go because he's you know just the power that he had with that thing was great so i always love that and then his uh great the great sounds that he made <laughs> For honorable mention, I think the first fight in Dolomite, 
where he's beating up the uh, crooked yeah. FBI agents is pretty good. That's, that's awesome. Good. You know, Dolomite. Oh, Dolomite. That's a whole, that was a great. The warden wants to see you. What's that motherfucker want now? <laughs> yeah. I like that they paid so much attention to that in the Dolomite movie, you know, about how bad the fight is. And when you watch the brilliant performance, Eddie Murphy's brilliant performance, and you go back and watch the real movie, like, wow, God, they were so close. They got it right. Yeah. yeah. You know, they did it like almost shot for shot perfectly. Yeah. And uh, it was just, it just, yeah, it just <laughs> makes me really appreciate Dolomite that much more. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, Disco Godfather. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the Dolomite, the, the more recent Dolomite movie was Michael Jai White. Right, the guy who played the original Spawn in the Spawn yeah. movie, which was great because I never thought I didn't know if he, the guy could act at all. And then you see that Dolomite, and it's hilarious. Dolomite, are you my daddy? <laughs> yeah. Wait, there's, he did a Dolomite movie. Yeah, like a new Dolomite. Yeah, it's a uh, Michael Jai White. It's great. It's really oh, fun. I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have to check it out. It's okay. Really fun. Well, Excellent. for honorable mention, I'd like to say the early uh, Steven Seagal fights. Yes. Yeah. Because he, when when he started out, it came out. He was a no frills, you know, like 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 everybody else. There's that choreography to it, you know, that let's dance and then we'll, you know, the fight is part of the dance. And Steven Seagal came in and said, his arms broke right away. You know, there's no fucking there's no there's no preamble. Let's just let's just get it done and break his arm and move on and fast. And he was really good at that Mm -hmm. as a as a, you know, you know, it, it got to be a caricature. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I will say for a real honorable mention, I will go with um, uh, the, uh, it was a Chow Yun-Fat and Michelle Yeoh in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they're like dancing good. on the treetops mm-hmm. and going yeah. through the trees. That yes. scene is just beautiful. Yes, it I is. love all the wire stuff. You know, um, there's so many good movies with the wire stuff that, you know, coming out of the Hong Kong martial arts films. Yeah. yeah. And, and some of these films are just staggeringly beautiful and that's an example of one where it is choreography of the up of the highest caliber um yeah yeah. so i'll definitely add that to the list yeah and you're right and wire work of the highest caliber i mean as invisible as you could possibly make it you know just so smooth so beautiful godzilla caliber (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm sorry so i think more recently which godzilla yeah which one yeah yeah, the, one of the more recent ones is Shang-Chi. Uh, I think that bus fight scene was really good. Um, it takes place in San Francisco, I think. Um, and it's really well choreographed. And uh, it's really you can really see all the things that are going on with the fight itself. Um, and just, again, that small area that they had to work with. And it was one of those buses that was two, two sections. Yeah, so, segmented bus. Yeah, it was a segmented bus. So it was just crazy how all that, that stuff went. Um, and then... Uh, oh. Any of the Bourne identity mo- or any of the Bourne movies, mm. um, I love yeah. those fight scenes because they 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 always feel like the most real, uh, and it's because they're literally using anything in their environment to to be as a weapon, you know. Oh, uh, just speaking of fight scenes, uh, Raging Bull and Tokyo Fist. Tokyo Fist. I mean, Fist. just oh my god, just <laughs> boxing, yeah, and Raging Bull too. You know that. Just that, brutal. They do. Just they imagery. do. A, just, they did a great job. Yeah, you know, that that's a great job of, of reproducing. Especially, it. yeah, Tokyo Fist. Is, but Tokyo Fist. Yeah. Oh my God! At the end, his yeah. face is just yeah, a mass of meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So those are good. Those are some good fight scenes. Uh, any anybody have any other ones? 
I had a good okay. fight with my wife the other night. Yeah, you should. I <laughs> almost we taped did, it. We didn't. We didn't tape it. So yeah. she we, kicked your ass again. That's why yeah. you have. You have to wear. That's why you have to wear those glasses. <laughs> it is. I, got, I have two black eyes. I have two black eyes. I, I like. I like the scene in uh, in uh, Planet Terror where. Uh, Yes. I forget what's her name. She has the machine gun for a leg. Yes. They just kind of do donuts oh, on the motorcycle, yeah. and she's just yeah. like gunning all the zombie creatures down. That's awesome. I mean, Robert Rodriguez really does some great entertaining movies. And that's oh, yeah. His uh, El Tongue in cheek, way yeah. over the top. Yeah, the El Mariachi. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Um, yeah, all, those are really fun movies. Yeah, those are really good. And good fight and action yeah. sequences. Well, that and yeah, so his career is based on an action movie. Mm-hmm. El Mariachi is, is a pure action movie. Yeah, and there's one last one I, I want to. I forget which. It's a it's a Tashir Mufune uh, samurai movie. Um, I don't remember which one it is, but it ends up the last. It's a literally ninety seconds of of him and his opponent staring at each other and just just holding a pose. And then when they strike, it's like it's like over, it's over. Like that. It's just it. And you see, he just goes back. <laughs> yeah. and he turns. His oh, blood yes. just sprays up, yeah. and he just drops. I know what movie's that from. I can't remember. Yeah, it. I, don't I know. like the one with uh, was it Yojambo that immediately when he had to make the an example of someone, he it, it's like that. It's just so quick. But the next thing you see is he's just walking away. You know, putting his sword back in, and then there's a hand laying on the ground there. Oh, or shit. no. What what was that? I, or no? Am I confusing the scene where the dog just runs up and grabs a hand and <laughs> runs away with it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there is a scene where he just—it's like he goes past him. The guy's just standing there, and then you know he's he's putting his sword back, and all of a sudden, yeah, you get that big arterial spray that comes out. And it's did, just... did, did you say Yo Jombie from <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pee Wee Money from Pee Wee Money? Yo, Yo, Jimbo. Mickey, Mickey, hi. Mickey, hi. Mickey, hi. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Jombie. Uh, all right. Oh, well. what's the? Oh, that reminded me. What's the? What's the? Oh, the series of it's the uh, samurai and the baby. Oh, that's Wolf and Cub. Yeah, Wolf and Cub. Yeah. Yes, those are tremendously fun movies. Yes, yes. Crazy, yes. outrageous fight scenes. Yes, yes. You know, and the little kids inside, like, pulling <laughs> yeah. levers and pushing buttons and, like, knives are shooting out and arrows and all kinds oh, of shit. Oh, the baby you know, part. Cutting uh, people. Yeah. 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 Wolf and Baby. Yeah, Wolf, yeah. Wolf and Lone Wolf Cub. And Cub. Yeah. Oh, that is pretty crazy. Baby. Yeah, that, those, are, those are fun. And now what it was called? Wolf and Lone Cub? Or yeah. 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 Lone Wolf and Cub. Was that, was that a uh, like, a manga at first? Yes, it might have been. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then they've turned it into. Aren't those movies on, are great. Aren't those on like HBO or something? I don't know. No. That's a good question. I've never. Oh, they're, they're really thought, good. Yeah, that's a, a Lone Wolf and Cub was uh, one of the influences for Frank Miller's Wolf, Ronin. Yeah, for Frank Miller's Ronin, because yeah. that's where he took Lone Wolf and Cub and mashed it together with Moebius. Uh, artwork and came up with that uh, just crazy looking uh, book. That's a great book if anybody's ever you know, read it, the Ronin uh, series. Yes, it is. And there's another series that came out in the 70s. It takes place in the, in the 70s as well, a martial arts series where I'm not, maybe the Blood Splattered Bride um, where this woman's getting revenge on on the, her captors. They, they like raped and killed her mom. Uh, spit on your grave? 
No, 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 no. It's it's it, but it's like that. I mean, she Kung goes Fu. around with the sword and she's like killing all these mobsters. Oh, uh, Lady um, Snowbird. It's, it's not no, no not oh. Lady Snowblood. That's that's that's, 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 yeah, that's, a, that's a beautiful that's, movie too. That's, those a, are really, that's, that's really like good. feudal Japan. This is like modern era, like 1970s. Oh. It was taking place in the 70s because Lady there Vengeance? are gangsters. Maybe it's maybe it's Lady Vengeance, but there are three. There's a trilogy, and she just she just cuts off. I mean, arms and hands and heads. I mean, she's just like a like a flurry man just going in there like a blender now oh, those are great cool any others anybody got any more honorable mentions great fight scenes up there really I, mm. uh the first fight scene between frankenstein and the wolfman is pretty good yeah it's king awesome. kong and the tyrannosaurus rex king kong and the tyrannosaurus rex is good oh, that's a good yeah. fight scene King Kong, King Kong, uh, and Godzilla in Godzilla, the latest yeah. versus in the latest one. Yeah. What, oh, I like. Or, I prefer the original, but yeah. yeah, I, was yeah, yeah. I thought we were going with that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm all with that. I'm like those those gorilla suits with like the two foot two long arms. You know, they just yes, that was a great costume. A Muppet gone really bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, you know, I like it. There's a there's a that's a great movie. We got to do an episode on on that one because there's a lot of comedy in that one. You really got to see the the Japanese version though, because you I, yes the the American one just guts it and it's, it, it, it weakens but, it but there's still that humor is still in it there. is there's a lot of humor there is yeah. but it's more upfront. you know they don't try to it, it, yeah it's just funny more yeah. corporation but yeah again same some of that humor is just japanese humor too which mm -hmm. is just kind of bizarre to begin with but uh yeah that's a fun movie and so is the new one I mean, that's yeah fun. you guys want to watch me take a dump Say You are listening to and watching Like nobody's business. Where can we be found? All over the place. Listen, you can see us right now. You don't need any more info. This is you're, all you you're welcome. Take it, baby. <laughs> you know you want it. Dr. Head's going to put a whole outro with all the information on the screen for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that was nice of you. Thanks, Thanks Dr. Dr. Head. Dr. Head. <laughs> yes. Because it's visual. <laughs> it you can no, find you... us at these assorted jugs. <laughs> if you want to write to us, Digitally, unsaneradio at gmail.com. Go visit unsaneradio.com. It's a great site. You can see, hit, listen to all of our episodes and soon maybe even see them, I guess, from what I understand, somewhere down the brain. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're, on, we're on your mom's panties. Ooh. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Please don't talk about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say anything because no, no one will I'm, get it. I'm so not, <laughs> not going to add to that one. 
Oh, Tar and Feather, you can find us at yeah. tarandfeather.com. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no one goes there. Go visit. Who How do you know there? nobody goes? We got an email. We got our first email. We got email. an email. Come on, we're oh, we did, damn it. No, oh, Tar and did. Feather didn't. I'm no, saying radio yeah. got an email. See? <laughs> we're all part of it. Yes, yeah, if you want to watch any unsafe in any tar and feather videos, go to Vimeo slash tar and feather. That's F E T H E R, the weird spelling. And you can see some of our videos. Our two latest are up there uh, playing now, I think. And you can get another great show here also on Unsane Radio Heavy Metal Horror. Horror! Also on <laughs> Roku and Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. Also on YouTube, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. And another Mark Justice production, <laughs> Between the Lines. Also on Unsane Radio and YouTube, Between the Lines. I think that's it. And well, I would throw, I'd like to throw out there, uh, go and look, at, look up Cyclops movies. You won't find a lot, but... It's kind of interesting if you do. In monovision. They have presence on Facebook. That's right. And on Wednesdays, don't forget to check out We Freaks, a weekly webcomic on the Facebook. W-E-E-F-R-E-E-K-Z. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> See what the freaks will be doing. And listen to the midnight. Listen to the midnight gadflies new podcast. Doing lines. It's a lot of sniffing and a lot of nose dripping. <laughs> Allergy season. Oh sure. <laughs> That's what they all say. Allergies. Thank you.